Marvelites. You are listening to This Week in Marvel, and I'm Ryan, aka Agent M, and this one's a little fun. I recorded it in London while I was at the junket for Spider-Man Far From Home. It was uh, part of a Facebook chat that I did with the cast and crew, and uh, it's all answering fan questions, and it was really fun. I thought, why don't we make sure this is on This Week in Marvel, because it's really neat, great answers, and just the dynamic between everyone is really sweet. So I wanted to make sure everybody who listens got a chance to hear this and, you know, gets as hyped as we all are for for the film. Um, on this chat will be Kevin Feige, producer and, uh, of course, head of Marvel Studios, John Watts, the director of the film, Amy Pascal, who's producer. Uh, and then we also have, let's see, wow, there's so many people. There was eight people on it. Samuel Jackson, who plays Nick Fury, Jake Gyllenhaal, who plays Mysterio, Tom Holland, who plays Peter Parker, a.k.a. Spider-Man, Zendaya, who plays MJ, and Jacob Batalone, who plays Ned. Uh, of course, y'all have to go to the theaters July 2nd when the movie opens everywhere. I am pretty sure most of you already have your advanced tickets, but if you don't, get them. Get them little tiggies. They're great. I've already seen the movie multiple times, and I'm excited to see it more, more, more. One more, more. You're going to love it. Enjoy this little chat about Spider-Man Far From Home. Hello, Spider-Fans. We are here for a very special Facebook chat with the cast and crew of Spider-Man Far From Home. Everybody ready? Yes. All right. So we asked fans across all of the Spider-Man social pages for some great questions. And so uh, we pulled some really fun ones. Wait, there's Spider-Man social pages? So many of them. <laughs> it's wild. Wow. I know. Um, so let's see. The uh, We got one in here on Twitter from Tom's Marvel. He says, how much higher would you guys say the stakes are in this movie compared to Homecoming? And I think that's a good one to sort of just overall look at right. what's going on in Spider-Man Far From Home. Well, Sam, you had a really nice soundbite, which I've stolen, by the way, and I'm going to say it now. Okay, nothing. Um, <laughs> Sam said, we've taken Spider-Man out of Queens and we've put him on the world stage, you know, and that in its own right ups the stakes, you know. Um, and I often say that Spider-Man's gone from the friendly neighborhood Spider-Man to now the friendly universe saving Spider-Man. Jacob. Yes. Uh, my Stan account <clears throat> on Instagram oh. asks, how uh -oh. would you describe Ned and Betty's love story in three words? Oh, uh... <laughs> Uh, cute, gooey, and um, <laughs> and 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 sweet and sweet. Yeah. Sounds like my yeah. favorite yeah. dessert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Two words. My favorite. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think of one. I'm sorry. <laughs> gooey and sweet. Yeah. Jake, how does it feel to be part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Oh, it's an honor. So cool. Um, it's so cool to be a part of this movie in particular because to sort of add on to what Tom said at the beginning, I had seen the first movie and I thought the tone of the movie was so great. It was so funny, full of action, but this movie is 10 times the size. It's like, it's a huge film. It's overwhelmingly huge. It's amazing. And so to be a part of that is really exciting and to just join up with everybody, people who I admire and who I have loved working with is great. <laughs> And now that Tony Stark's gone, we need a new orator. <laughs> <laughs> Killing his monologues. I was sitting there like, oh, that's what he's doing? <laughs> and he's explaining it. And it makes oh my awesome. God. <laughs> <laughs> a new orator. Oh, my goodness. And, uh, this one comes in from Lewis is tweeting, and he also asks, what appealed to you most about playing Mysterio? Oh, wow. Well, I think the, the take on Mysterio in the com from the comics into the movie is, is different, you know. And I love that he, he teams up with Spider-Man and that, they, that Nick Fury kind of 
makes them meet each other and then they realize that they have a lot in common as a result of that. And I just, I loved the idea that they would join up and be friends and that they would be heroes together, which is so different from what people would expect. And I really just love the suit. The suit was, it was, it was, the suit was sweet. And uh, I said, I said, cute, gooey, and sweet. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And you know what? Uh, whatever. I'm done. I'm. <laughs> There's a question here for John, uh, and this one is from Twitter user Argella12. Uh, they ask, "How was the name Far From Home chosen?" Um. I always thought if I if should. I was going to say home. I made a long list of things that uh, could have home in it. So. Home on the range didn't make any sense. Homesick. Homesick seemed yeah. kind of gross. Yeah. Sick. Like, give It's funny, we shot the first film that was called Spider Man Homecoming, homework. thousands of miles away from my home, and then we shot Spider Man Far From Home 25 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was quite nice, actually. Uh, so we have a question here for Kevin and Amy. Uh, this one comes in from Instagram. It's the in-progress artist. They ask, without spoilers, obviously, how would you describe Peter's development as a character after the loss of his second father figure and Tony Stark? I think in this movie he becomes a man. Mm. I think in this movie he goes from being a, a boy who is looking for... Uh, a mentor to uh, through his relationship with Mysterio and his and Nick Fury being on him I think he becomes a man by the end of the movie and I think that in the movie right okay sorry sorry there's an asterisk that was my joke. Well, that's the. I mean, that goes to the title as well. Far from home, he's physically out of uh, out of Queens and on this European trip, which, by the way, was somewhat inspired by the last by the homecoming European homecoming yeah. tour, yeah. and we went to. Paris and London, we thought, wouldn't it be fun if that's what the next movie oh, is yeah. about? Yeah. yeah. Rooftop in Rome yep. uh, doing something like this, and we, I looked out and I saw a Spider-Man oh, on one of those yeah. roofs that's with so Rome cool. as the backdrop, yeah. and I was like, that, that'd be a good that, movie. That's the next movie, yeah. Cool. But also, that. he's that far, from home, I mean, like... far from the comfort of the Avengers, far from his, his, mentor, his mentorship with Tony, who's gone. Uh, so that was sort of the double meaning of, of why we chose that name from that yeah. long list yeah. of home-related titles. <laughs> In this way, there'll be many more homes. Yeah. <laughs> Spider-Man Homeless will be the next one. <laughs> that was one. Uh, this question from Tyler Redman on Facebook is for you, Zendaya. Uh, Peter and MJ's relationship this time around seems more complicated in Homecoming. How do you approach playing a character that has so many different feelings and emotions towards a very specific person? Um, I think you just be honest with it, you know, like adolescence is awkward and it's and it's uncomfortable and it's weird and you don't know what you're doing and you just kind of like let that happen and we've all been there and you just kind of relive it all over again. Um, but I think what's sweet about I think their relationship is they kind of have they, they kind of have to lean on each other. We've all been through like this weird thing and now we're just kind of stuck together and we've always kind of been I think the um, the outcast and I think that they find and they actually can see each other and, and appreciate each other for all the weird, quirky awkwardness that, it, that they are because that's just who they are and they like it about each other, which is really, really sweet, I think. And um, 
I don't know. I think we we've done awkward really well, um, yeah. which is mm-hmm. really impressive. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I I don't know. I think we get to peel back the layers of, of of her. I think she's very guarded and just kind of let the the gooey, yeah. the gooey, the gooey, happen. The gooey, the gooey open happen. It's so good. It's so, good. It's so fun. In the movie. It's <laughs> so good. We were saying the the awkwardness comes so naturally because we all know each other so well <laughs> yeah. that when we're acting with each other, it's awkward. I'm like why I know you're not like that. Like, why are you doing that? I can see right through you. Um, so it, come, it is quite awkward, isn't it, when, yeah. we're, when we're all... We're all doing stuff together, yeah. Uh, question in here for Sam. This one comes from Aisha Graham on Facebook. Aisha asks, uh, this is Nick Fury's third appearance in a Marvel movie this year, this year, which is wild. Uh, how does it feel to be the connective tissue for the MCU? Mm. Oh, well, that's always been sort of the pride of you know, Nick Fury and being able to connect all these different, you know, people together from the first time I showed up. It's kind of like I've been that that guy that said, okay, you're in this one and you're in this one again. And then all of a sudden I'm not like, okay, where am I? <laughs> so I'm not around, you know. I only feel awkward about um, uh, Civil War because I couldn't stop the kids from fighting. <laughs> like, That's like, why you weren't there. Where was that? Well, <laughs> I probably ran into Jewel somewhere and I was walking around, you know, hanging around, walking around. But um, no, it's a, a, a great sense of pride for me to bring all these, you know, different elements together when I have the opportunity to do it. Uh, Tom, this question is from uh, William Sepulveda on Twitter. William asks, if you could have any one of the Spider-Man suits, which one would it be and why would you take that one? As Tom Holland. Yes. It'd have to be the Iron Spider suit because it's kind of limitless, that suit. We don't really know what it can do. Um, I don't think Peter even realizes what it can do yet. Um, so, yeah, I think I'd probably have to take that one. Yeah, I think that'd be my go-to. It's real shiny, too. Yeah, it's shiny. <laughs> hard to travel with, though. Yeah. It is yeah. Hard to travel with. That's it a great hard. point. That's yeah. a great point. But what if but we don't it? know if it can fly yeah. or not, though? Oh. And it could probably it be, you know... Yeah, put it in yeah. your pocket. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Put it in your pocket. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Carry it around. You know Tony. <laughs> this question for, for everybody uh, comes in uh, from Instagram. It's uh, Leo53633 asks, what was the hardest scene to shoot, to really you know put together, get through? Maybe it was you guys because you know each other so well or because it was a big shot that you were trying to orchestrate or you know maybe you had a, a, a really great bunch of lines what was it for there was one thing that was just impossible because we were in Venice and really everything comes and goes on boats and we were just <laughs> shooting this like what should have been a very straightforward scene with all the kids but we had to hold all the traffic uh, for all the people that actually live in Venice and they were getting so mad at us <laughs> and yelling at us the whole time so we couldn't get through a take because uh, an old Italian Old Venetian man would yell at us, and then all the kids would crack up, and then we'd have to let everyone through, and he'd, he'd scream at everyone as he walked by. And it ended up taking so much longer than it was supposed to. And it's not in the movie. It is in the movie. It is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when you guys are all in front of the, in front of the hospital. Oh, right. Yeah, right. It is, yeah. It's in the movie. It's in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Um, I found, for us, the hologram scenes quite difficult. There's mm. scenes where we're kind of looking at holograms and obviously they're not real. <laughs> and there's four or five of us looking at the same thing and we're, I'm like looking at Jake's eyes like, oh, he's, where are you looking at? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay, all oh, right, I see what you're looking at now. Oh, okay, I see. Question. How big is it? Yeah. 
stuff with holograms too. So I like the first time I didn't do the first take when I was describing stuff. I didn't. I remember I didn't do anything. And John was like, "That was great." Um, uh, uh, there are these holograms. They're sort of spinning around. Where are they spinning? I'm not so sure where they're going to spin. Okay, so just look where you're. I was like, "Okay." Yeah. And we'll put them hands. wherever you're looking. Yeah. 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 When you guys are all looking at they're different places. They're called elemental creatures. He's like, "Let's just slowly make the movements a little smaller next time." Whose face is it in the storm? (laughs) Another one in here from uh, Facebook, JC Calderon, uh, for you, Zendaya. MJ has some really great one-liners in the clips that we've seen. Are those in the script? How much do you improv? How much do you, especially when you're conversing with the folks that you work with so closely and know so well, how much of that just comes next? Um, A lot of those are are already already made because I think the, the cool thing about MJ is everything she says is very intentional. She never really trips over her words. The only time we finally see her do that is when she's talking to Peter and that's when it's like, oh, she actually has like a vulnerable side, you know, and she her wall starts to kind of come down a little bit. So I think that that's like the deliberate part is I have to learn my lines as well as I can because she, everything is very like, you know, she, she knows what she says before she says it. Um, so anytime there is new lines that are added, it's very stressful experience because I want it to be said perfectly. Um, but yeah, no. <laughs> that's, that's self-applied, you know, but, um, but yeah, so. Okay, so this is for Tom and Jacob, but also kind of for everybody. This one comes in from Anna Bott on Facebook. Uh, she says, who is the most iconic best friend duo in the MCU? Is it Tony and Rhodey, Steve and Bucky, Rocket and Groot, Peter and Ned, Nick and Maria? Who's the most iconic duo that we see in the MCU? I mean, I'm, you can't say us, because I'm going to obviously choose us. You know what I mean? Like, I can't. I would, say, I would say it would be Tony and Happy. Yeah. 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 And there's a scene in this film where that really kind of hits home. Um, yeah, I would have to say those two, yeah. I, I would say Peter and Ned. Come close. <laughs> close second. Because if you think about it, they, they were in one shot together in Infinity War, yeah. Yeah. and the audience goes crazy. They're in one shot together in Endgame, and the audience starts to cry. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's pretty impressive based that's on the, the friendship from, at that point, one other, one other film. Oh, Kevin. Yeah. That's cool pretty powerful. Things. Yeah. <laughs> what was cool about that shot in Endgame is that we were shooting on the ground floor of a school for Spider-Man Far From Home, and then Jacob and I would run upstairs and shoot that scene for Endgame. So we were shooting two movies at the same time, in the same school, but just on different floors. We'd like quickly run upstairs, change costumes, change directors. (laughs) That's a busy set. Yeah, it was crazy. I went down and I just stood behind Joe and Anthony and I was like, I felt like I was (laughs) I guess so. (laughs) Oh my goodness. A question in here that that is for uh, all our actors here, Uh, and this one comes in from Alyssa Henderson on Facebook. She asks, in what ways do each of you want to inspire fans with the roles that you're portraying, with your characters, with the actions, with the things that you're saying and putting out there? Hmm. Deep question. (laughs) I think what John did so well in the first film is, you know, if you look at our cast, we're the most diverse group of people ever. And, you know, we're representing so many people and, and our films are so relatable to so many different people. And it's so nice, I guess, to be a part of that. Um, and that's a testament to you guys as well from the beginning, like really kind of trying to make that happen. And I think it just is a really nice thing to see a film of this scale to be so sort of, to, rep- to be representing so many people. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, question for Amy and Kevin particularly, but also I think it applies to you, John, as well. Um, what is the creative process for you know bringing Spider-Man's story to life, a character who so many fans know so well, we've seen so many iterations where in every medium, uh, what is that creative process like from, from that standpoint? Well, it starts with what haven't we seen before? What do we want to see? We already mentioned being on the press tour for Homecoming in, in uh, Europe and saying, well, that'd be fun to get yeah. Peter. <laughs> yes, we've gotten him to space briefly, as Nick Fury points out. <laughs> rather bluntly in the movie. Uh, but seeing him on a class trip around Europe and countries he hasn't been before. And then certainly with Mysterio, somebody we've always loved and had never been... Uh, uh, brought to the screen before. What else do we do? I think the key thing is to always remember that Peter's personal story drives the movie mm. and that it the action sequences are 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 part of what he's going through emotionally as character. So as and the action sequences in this movie are fantastic. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. And unlike anything that has ever been done in any Spider-Man movie, frankly. Um, and thrilling because of our magnificent director. <laughs> <laughs> but I think the thing to always remember when you're trying to figure out what the right story is to is to figure out what the story you want to tell about Peter is and to make sure that his personal life is what really drives the story, mm. not anything else. And then I always just go back and uh, read the comics because I, I, it's good for me to remind myself of what made this so great in the first place. Like Spider-Man mm. has been a phenomenon since he was introduced. And you know, just going back and reminding myself of those things that make Spider-Man special and what made Mysterio so iconic immediately and, and how to tell MJ's story in a refreshing way, things like that always help me you know, stay grounded. Yeah. yeah, I think one of the great things about working with these two gentlemen that I'm sitting next to on this raised thing, uh, uh, very uncomfortably. Uh, That's for the people listening on the radio. Yeah, right, uh, exactly. Is that you, you really, you know, we spend a lot of time talking about Nick Fury's character and who he is. We spent enormous amount of time talking about Mysterio, talking about MJ, talking about, you know, Jake, talking about Ned, talking about the relationship yeah. between these two guys and where they are now. And I think that's one of the great joys of working on the movie. A uh, question here for you, John. This one comes in from uh, Kato Quisley on Facebook. They ask, ahead of Far From Home, are there any Spider-Man Homecoming Easter eggs that have yet to be discovered? Well, Kato. Um, <laughs> there is. There's a. It's like almost so obscure that I don't even know if anyone could ever find it. But there's a Howard the Duck reference. Uh, there is. Oh. Yeah. There it's, is. Yeah. Well, where uh, is it? <laughs> yeah. Yesterday. Now I gotta yeah. go back again. Yeah. Okay. He's in the well. I know how the dust from the mall. Always to go back. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it's a very <laughs> small, <laughs> small <laughs> Easter egg. It's yeah. tall grass. Amazing. Like uh, thank you, everybody, for taking the time for this. Thank I'm thank sure you. all the fans appreciate it. Check out Spider-Man Far From Home in theaters oh, July 2nd. Yeah.